Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program sponsored by The Caring Place with campuses at Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. They are celebrating their 100th anniversary serving the homeless, hungry, abused, and needy families. They continue to feed the hungry, care for the needy, and help rescue and change lives every day. Now your host for Mission Possible, the good news program, and the president of The Caring Place, here is Ronald Brummett. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program, brought to you by The Caring Place with centers in Miami and Broward, known as the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We've been serving the homeless and the hungry for 100 years. Yes, it is our centennial this year in 2022. I'm Marilyn Brummett, uh, your host today, along with with Leanne Navarro, uh, which I know you know because you hear her uh, every Sunday uh, morning as she does so many of the interviews on this show. Our wonderful president, Reverend Ronald Brummett, my husband and our president, uh, we're sitting in for him today, Leanne, and we're so excited about Mission Possible, aren't we? It's, it's good to be here. It's good to tell our listeners, you know, what we're doing, what's been going on, what we have celebrated. So excited. Well, Leanne, you always have a lot to talk about, and you are our Community Development Senior Associate. You've been here for how many years? Uh, A little bit over 10 years now. (laughs) Wow, time does go fast. And you are actually on both campuses. You're in Miami and Broward, not at the same time, but you do go back and forth. Absolutely. So I travel to both campuses and what that means to to our supporters, really, and I always say it and I always put it out there, uh, that if you want the tour of the centers, whether it's Miami or Broward County, I'm, I'm your person because I go to both. I, I split my time into both centers and I get to see volunteers from both and I get to see donors and supporters. And, and that's such a joy. You know, my time is all, always very interesting. So if anybody wants a tour out there, please reach out to me. I would love to, to help you with that. Well, Leanne, we always have different events uh, for our homeless, our hurting men, women, and children. And uh, we just had Father's Day uh, celebration. Uh, maybe you can tell our listeners, you know, yes, we are a homeless center, but we do a, a lot of events around here. And why do we do that? Why do we do that for our residents and also for the homeless that are coming in as guests? They haven't come in in the fact that they've signed up to be a residential, you know, person to come and live here. They're still not on, they're on the fence. You know, they're coming for food and they're coming for showers, clothing, all that. But we reach out to them as well. Why do we do all these things? Absolutely. So we want them ultimately to change their lives, right? We want them to to have that hand up, right? So we start with, yes, we're going to feed you. It's going to be a nice meal. Uh, maybe we're going to have giveaways. We're going to have entertainment. We're going to have a, a local pastor that will deliver an amazing, encouraging message. But at the end of the day, right, the idea is that they see not only how much our community loves them and they're supporting them, right? But it's also an opportunity to say, hey, I'm in a good place or I need to be in this place. Mm-hmm. In the case of the homeless individuals that actually come for the meal and for the giveaway, we want them to know if you find out, if you get the information, maybe tonight you can be here with us, 
right? Maybe mm-hmm. you can say, maybe you can change your life for the better. Maybe you can go back to your families and have a new relationship, a much better relationship. So it's all about that hope, right? And, and yes, I mean, the side gifts and the meal and the love and the volunteers and the smiles and the music and all that. But that is all the ultimate goal mm-hmm. is to help them make that change. And so what you're saying is it's not just get in a line and we'll hand you some food. Uh, yes, gotcha. that's important, but there's a lot of things that can go around that. You know, it's more than even just that smile. We're giving you gifts. There's music. There's entertainment. You know, like you said, there's a pastor from a local church giving a, a very upbeat message. Uh, you can just sense, uh, when you even see the people go through the lines, you know, there's happiness. They can't wait to sit down. They know that, but when they leave, they're going to leave with arms full, uh, of different items that they can use. And yes, we don't want them to go back out on the street, but those that decide to do, at least they have something. But you know, they keep those memories in their mind saying that's a place that's always celebrating something. And we just celebrated fathers and then we celebrate fathers because we want strong families and uh, exactly. fathers need to, you know we we want fathers to be strong and we want them uh to be that uh, mature person in their family that's bringing their family together and there's relationships that need to be rebuilt you know with their children uh, you know, that significant other, you know, it, it needs to be rebuilt many times or they, they need to know that if they are going on and they have to develop new relationships, that it's going to be the right ones. Right. They need to have that support, not only from our case managers, I guess, service assistants, but also the community at large, right? And they see it. And uh, that's why our volunteers are so important to us, the supporters that come to the centers on a daily basis because they do see the support. They, these, it's, it's like an extent, extension of a family, right? They feel safe. They feel protected and, and they feel that they have the encouragement to go towards a better life. That's right. And so we take every opportunity when we have different, um, holidays come up. We, we always are celebrating, uh, those and, and people in our centers, they just, they feel like it's family. You know, they're Absolutely. here and they have so, uh, much education and case management and that's the reason every year we have graduation and there's cap and gown ceremony for that but you know Leanne we got to talk about something really really uh, that's upcoming <laughs> later in the year that's going to be the most wonderful exciting thing and this is for our supporters this is for our volunteers this is a real celebration of the caring place 100 years it's going to be our I care Centennial Gala. Tell us a little bit about when is it and uh, where is it, where is it going to happen? Absolutely. I am over the moon on this one. I mean, this is, like you say, it's a very exciting time. We're celebrating a 100 years of service, serving our community. This would be on Saturday, October 15th at 6 p.m. It's going to be in the most beautiful place, the Signature Grand in Davie. I mean, if, for our listeners, if you have never been to the Signature Grand, this would be the perfect opportunity. What a beautiful place. It looks like a palace. It's such a beautiful venue. Uh, we're going to get together with all of our supporters. I'm calling out all of our listeners. If you support us, and I know you do because you're listening, if you care for the work that we do, this is an event that you do not want to miss, right? We can have I, I believe the, 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 the number, we can have up to 600 people, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. And so that's a lot of people. We need a lot of support. We want individuals to come 
and see more of our story, right? See more of what we have done in the last 100 years. But more important, what are we doing for the next 100, right? The mm-hmm. legacy that we're, you know, laying out for to the foundation to continue foundation to continue and continue to serve the people in our community that need us so much, right? That need you that are, that are listening. So join us for this gala. The tickets are now available. If you want information, you can call us on the phone. But why don't we give us the, uh, go ahead and give us the website. Okay. Um, to get those tickets, they're $200 and go to caringplace.org slash gala. That's caringplace.org slash gala. Now, also, we have sponsorships that is also available. So when you go onto that site there, that landing page, you can get your tickets. You also, there's another uh, place that you can click. It says more information for sponsorship. And we have sponsorships starting at 2,500, um, all the way up to $100,000. And every one of those sponsorships, you get kind of a package of what you get and you get, um, extra seating along with that. And it's actually a discount on the seating. So, so you're really not, you know, paying $200 um, a ticket if you get the sponsorships and you get multiple uh, seating. So it, that is just amazing. Now, Leanne, you're going to be interviewing in just a moment. You're going to be interviewing uh, Caddy Mesa from the Corradino Group. Uh, so we have an interview with Tania Georgia. Okay. And Caddy uh, from the Corradino Group, which is one of our sponsors for the one of the most recent um, uh, women events. Okay, so we'll take a short break and we'll come back with you in that interview and then later I'll be uh, interviewing someone who will give a great testimony and then we'll wrap it up. Okay, we'll just take a moment, pause here, and we'll be back with more Mission Possible. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Supply short. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. So excited we have on the phone with us today, Carrie Mesa, the Community Outreach Manager for the Corradino Group. Carrie, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, my God, I'm excited to have you. I want to thank you once again for being one of our sponsors uh, to help women and children coming out of domestic violence and abuse and uh, pretty much being there at the event as well. I mean, for the for our listeners, if this is your first time tuning in, if you didn't know about all the things that we do here at The Caring Place, one of those things is help women and children that live in our centers that are coming out of being homeless uh, 85% of them d- domestic uh, violence and abuse victims. And we do many events throughout the year in order to help these individuals, right, in order to give them a better life, to give them the resources, to teach them that they can be independent and have a better life for them and their children, right? And one of those events happened recently. We did a painting uh, fundraising event, and the Corradino group said, you know what, we want to be a sponsor for these events. We want to help women and children. So, Carrie, I want to thank you for that. But you, you didn't stop there some of the representatives from your company actually made it to the event you guys were there painting with us supporting the event oh my god thank you thank you thank you so much were you one of the ones that was present at the event 
No, I wasn't present. We did have some other employees that were there and um, they had a great, great time. They actually support the women and children at the Miami Rescue Mission. Um, they're part of the organization. They volunteered previously and Corradino was more than happy to, you know, be a part of this with them and help support them because uh, Corradino really likes to help and support and get involved with um, things that their employees are passionate about are about particularly when it comes to you know helping the community absolutely and and thank you thank you again now tell me about the Corradino group i mean i have to to tell you that before um getting the donation talking to one of your representatives and and, and learning more i really honestly didn't know so tell us tell our listeners what is the Corradino group so the Corradino group is a private family-owned business that offers various different services to multiple clients particularly those in the public sector so we have clients at the state local and municipal level um, and we offer services to private agencies as well uh, we're proud to have many different divisions and services that we offer within the country which in, uh, include everything from from aviation to construction engineering and inspection. We do engineering as well, obviously, environmental and planning studies, um, program management, public engagement and community outreach. And we also do public-private partnerships and water and wastewater services as well. So we offer all of that to all these different clients. And we're actually very proud to have been recently recognized with an award for being um, a top family-owned business here in South Florida. The Corradino Group um, has been around since 1970. Wow, that's a ton of years. That's, that's amazing. And then tell me about how, I mean, I'm sure that it took uh, some of you to get together and decide, hey, we want to go ahead and support this cause. How did that, I mean, did you share that with the employees? How did they receive it? How did they feel? And I always like to talk about it because if someone is listening, right, and you have a company that you work at and you want to maybe bring that initiative and say, you know what, I, I want to tell my boss, and I tell the owner that it would be so nice if they can sponsor an organization, right? Yes, it could be the Caring Place, but it could be any other organization in our community. It's always amazing to give back, right? So tell me how the employees felt about you guys doing that. I mean, Corradino is always happy to help with any uh, community um, initiative. We like getting out there. One of our biggest initiatives, uh, we call it Corradino in the community. And it's something that we do. We always volunteer for various different good causes. We helped out multiple charities um, and several different organizations with really anything, any type of work or activity, not only that helps with team building, but that also helps make you know, our community a better place um, here in South Florida. We've done work in Miami with various organizations. Um, we've done work in Fort Lauderdale, um, in Palm Beach, in the Treasure Coast. We've, you know, been a part of multiple different activities that help us become one with the community and just basically help overall improve um, our communities in any way that we can. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. I mean, it, it's important that, that we talk about these items, right? Because I don't know, I, I feel better when I'm helping someone else. I, I feel better when the organization that I work with is involved in the community in that way. And, and the Corradino group is, is such a good example of that, right? So I always like to use these interviews as, a, as an inspiration uh, for others that are listening, right? I mean, it's good. It feels good to give back. That's what I have to say. Now, with the Corradino group, if any one of our li listeners is wondering, oh, my God, I want to learn more about the Corradino group, how can they find you? Website or social media, how can they find out more about what you're doing? Yes, they can find us through through all those different avenues. Um, they can go to our website, which is www.corradino.com. We also have our Instagram um and Facebook pages as well. Uh, on Instagram, our handle is at Corradino Group. 
And you can find us on Facebook through the Corradino Group. Um, we have a regular page for the company, and we also have a, com a company page for our construction engineering inspection division, which is called CEI. So you can also look for the Corradino Group CEI through Facebook as well. Um, we're also on LinkedIn. So definitely can find us through through LinkedIn, searching for the Corradino Group. And uh, we have a Twitter as well, which is a Corradino Group also. Yeah, but thank you so much for sharing that. And I always tell my listeners as well, I mean, uh, we can do uh, business or we can work with different organizations and companies in the community. But me personally, I mean, I've been working at the Caring Place now for over 10 years. And I always admire companies that, you know, they, they give back to our community in some way, shape or form, right? Whether it's volunteering or monetarily speaking or uh, giving up their talents, right? I mean, we always do uh, mock job interviews just to throw an example out there. And I love it when HR directors from other companies that help us throughout the year, they come and they are part of those mock job interviews to get our residents ready to prepare them uh, for getting a job, right? In, in, in the um, corporate America, they need to go out and <laughs> find a job and, and they have to practice. And, and so whichever way you're thinking, oh my God, I want to get involved. I want to give back to the community. Please visit our website at www.caringplace.org. And of course, we have a gala coming up. And I know the Corradino group will probably be excited to, to be a part of it. Carrie, I cannot wait to send you the information so you guys can review it. And I'm telling all of our listeners right now, if you are interested in learning more about the gala coming up to celebrate our 100-year anniversary, please visit our website page at www.caringplace.org forward slash gala. Carrie, I cannot wait to meet you in person to learn more about what you guys are doing. I know one of your representatives is actually very actively involved with helping women and children, children directly here at the center. Are you, do you also volunteer yourself or any other activities with the, with the company? Yes, I'm proud to say that I've been a part of several different initiatives of Corradino in the community. And just to kind of name a few of those, um, you know, we've done, for example, park, uh, park cleanups in Fort Lauderdale for Earth Day. We've also done eco-action park cleanups um, in Fort Lauderdale as well. We've been a part of an activity that's called Canstruction for the last several years, uh, which is a competition where we make different designs out of cans, but those cans then end up going um, and getting donated to people who, who need them, you know, uh, different food that goes to people in need. Uh, we've done corporate runs, um, donations after, you know, various different natural disaster relief funds, you know, when, um, Puerto Rico got hit by Hurricane Maria. We were, you know, we worked alongside some local representatives to gather donations for that as well. We've done breast cancer walks as well as walks for diabetes, um, the Ronald McDonald House Adopt a Meal program. Um, you know, so many things. The Wounded Warrior Program, we've been a part of that. We've helped construct homes with Habitat for Humanity. Um, and we've done several different toy drives, you know, for example, Toys for Tots, we did a few years back during the holidays. So as you can see, it's a different array of, of various different things that we like to get involved in. There's no one set um, type of, of charity that we do. We like to do a little bit of everything because help comes in all different shapes and sizes and, and people are in need in many different aspects of life. And we like to help um, in, a, in a various amount of different ways, you know, in as many ways as we can. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. I mean, you're, you're a great example. Thank you so much for joining us today, Carrie. We appreciate your time and everything you do to help others in our community. 
You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. From we fought all the time. He used to just choke me and beat me in front of my son. I had to get out of there. So I was sleeping on the park bench while my baby was in his stroller. My son was crying from being hungry. And I'm like, Mom, well, Mommy ain't have no money right now. Mommy can't feed you. And he just crying to He just couldn't cry no more. He just go to sleep. Came over town and got some help. The first time we walked in, they took us straight to the dining room and they fed us. Right then and there, I just said, thank you, Jesus. When I got the meal, I felt that there was hope. My life is just so much better now than it was. I don't have to be beat on, put down. I'm going to be somebody. I'm going to make it. Can you help to change a life by sponsoring Meals for the Hungry? Sponsor 10 meals for $20 a month or 5 meals for 10. Join Miami Rescue Mission's Meal a Month Club. Go to caringplace.org slash meals. That's caringplace.org. Do you find yourself... You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Caring Place at the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. So excited. We have on the phone with us today, Taina Georges, Director of Admission and Outreach at College Leaving Experience. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing this morning? Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> ah, such a pleasure. You know, I we reconnected recently. I know we, yeah. we, we go years back. Mm-hmm. And, and you told me about this wonderful new adventure, a new program you're working with. And I'm like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. I want our <laughs> listeners to know about it. So yes. tell me about College Leaving Experience. So College Living Experience is a post-secondary transition program for students with disabilities. So um, we help with students, we help students in really four pillars, which is academic tutoring, independent living, social coaching, and or career development. Um, so it's basically what we do. So we are, um, we, our center is located in Davie, Fort Lauderdale. We have uh, seven centers throughout the United States. Um, but our center, which is where I'm working, is out of um, Fort Lauderdale. And basically, my job is to make sure that uh, parents know that there's options out there, serving students with learning differences. Um, and we've been here since 1989. Wow. That's a long time, right? Yes. And, and it's an important work because I'm sure parents that have children that need that extra help, right, that extra little push, uh, I'm sure they love you for that. But tell me, tell me examples of the work that you guys do with the students. So for um, so we have students that come from all over the world, right? We're very fortunate that we're able to touch people all over the world. The students would come here, they would um, you know go through the admissions process. Once they get accepted, um, they would decide. They would take an assessment and decide if they want to go to work or if they want to go to school. If they want to go to work, then we'll help them with the career development, help them build a resume, help them search for jobs, help them apply for jobs, things like that. Um, but also when you're at work, right, how to talk to your boss and how to talk to your coworkers, what's appropriate, what's inappropriate. Um, as far as academic support is concerned, if they're in school, we'll help them with registering for classes. We'll help them get, um, if they need accommodations, we'll help them get the accommodations, relay that information to their instructors. We'll help them with tutoring. We'll help them with study hall, things like that. Social support, we have um, social skills is very, very important to young adults that have learning disabilities. 
Um, so it's included, but what, what could be included, but not limited to would be weekly focus groups, individual mentoring, um, social activities that are facilitated by our um, social coaches, and um, weekly meeting with their student advisors just to see how they're doing, how they're coping, things like that. And last but not least, independent living skills. Um, our students live in an apartment complex walking distance from the center, and we go in there with them, and, you know, we make sure that they know how to cook, how to clean, how to turn the stove off when they're done cleaning or when they're done cooking, how to go food shopping. We'll go with them to Publix, what to, you know, what to buy for every week. We do financial budgeting with them so they know how much money to spend, just how much money they have for the week and things like that. So it's an overall system, support system that will help the students be independent. So if the parents are no, so when the parents are no longer here, um, they know that at least they're this ability to know what it's like to live independently because at home they're just not gonna be able to get all that support. You know, as a parent, I, I, I hear you saying all these wonderful things that you guys help with. And I'm like, what a relief, right? What a relief to mm -hmm. know that it, when I'm no longer around, my child can actually thrive on his own or her own, right? It is so important, e even when there is not a disability in question, right? It's so important right. that our children <laughs> learn to be independent and to fend for, for themselves. So the work that you're doing, once again, this is, this is so important. This is so beautiful. And I commend you for that now if any one of our listeners right is in a position to oh my god i have a child that can help benefit from that or oh my god i know someone who can benefit from that how can they find you how can they find your organization definitely we have a facebook page college living experience so they could definitely go on our facebook page our website is experience cle.com so e x p e r i e n c e CLE, which is for college living experience.com. So they could definitely go on our website, um, and, uh, visit our Facebook page and, um, they could contact me directly too. Absolutely. And if you were driving or you couldn't get the information that Taina has shared with you guys today, you call Leanne here at the mission. I have all of the information I can provide you with. Taina, thank you for your wonderful work. Thank you for all that you're doing in the community. Of course. And thank we you. hope to talk to you again soon. Yes, yes, I look forward to it. Thank you for all you do. Well, once again, we are at that part in the program where we get to hear a story. We get to hear a testimony of someone that has gone through life change. And today I have with me Roberta. You know, a lot of times you hear men's stories. I love when we have a woman, a lady that will have that gumption and that tenacity to be able to tell her story. So, Roberta, can I give you a very special welcome? Thank, Thank you, you as a lady. Because sometimes the ladies we find are a little... Uh, reticent and they don't want to tell their story so thank you for being here today thank you for having me okay Roberta let's go a little bit back into your history as well and let's talk about what brought you to the Broward Outreach Center in Hollywood that's where uh, you came into the program what brought you there how did you even find out about it well I'm from Maryland I moved here about 10 years ago Worked at um, Nordstrom's in Aventura. Mm -hmm. Had a great job. Had a nice place to live. And things were going good. And finances. I lost my job. I moved in with a friend and got put out. Mm. And then I'm like, where am I going to go from here? I was on the streets for a minute. I slept in her car. I slept on benches. Mm. It wasn't really bad. The weather was good, you know. But now, wait a minute. I have to stop you there. 
You wasn't able to sleep in the house, but you could sleep in her car. I she, mean, is that a story there? <laughs> she asked me to leave. And I'm like, when do you want me to leave? She said now. So I had to leave, you know. She, and she said, okay, sleep in my sleep car. In car until That's you crazy. find something. But, um, I happened to be on the streets one day walking to Publix, I believe. And I saw this lady and her son and we just started talking and she was telling me about, about Broward County Outreach Hollywood. Wow. And then she gave me the process of how you get in. You go down to the dog park and you talk to the task force and so on and so, you know, that way. Mm-hmm. And I got started going there overnights, doing the overnights mm-hmm. there at first. And so you it came for the meals and for the overnight. Overnights. It was a process. I was scared. I didn't know what to expect, what to do. And, but I got familiar with it. And because I told myself, do you want to go back home? Do you want to stay here? You moved here for a reason. And now I got my, I mean, I was, basically based here, settled here, everything mm-hmm. was established, and I wanted to stay. Now, for a lady to be out on the streets, I mean, talk about that. I mean, I just, it's so hard for many of our listeners to imagine, even myself. It is hard. It is very hard. I got a storage bed and put some of my stuff in. I, you know, I did have a little bit of money to do that, and so I didn't want to give up everything. And for a while, I kept it, and I had a little bit of change in my pocket. But, you know, you, you figure it out. You know, you go, like I said, like during the day, I would go to the library, still try to apply for jobs. And then in the afternoon, you would go back to, you know, the BOC to, um, for my overnights and get up and do the same thing. But your mind is so focused on where am I going to sleep tonight? The job is secondary. You yes, know what I mean? Yes. And they tell you about the process of getting in the program. You have to do so much, you know. Mm-hmm. And finally, I got in. So you went from emergency shelter where you wasn't part of the program. You were just sleeping there. Right. And now you've gone that next level. Now you're in the program. Now you're in the program. So you get the, um, you go through the changes of, you know, you go through your intake process. You go through your, um, your doctor, your education level, your mental state, you know, where you are educated, you know, what can you do? Mm-hmm. And they have all these play people in place to help you out. And I loved it. But I was like kind of leery, do I want? Because the first thing they tell you is you got to stay in here two weeks. You can't go nowhere unless it's an emergency. Yes. And when you're used to being, um, you know, right. with freedom, like you have to condition yourself. Do you really want to do so this? So they kind of call that stabilization. Stabilization. You're getting yourself together. Now, yes. are you going to do this? Because this is what you have to do right. to get through. You're not going to get to your next level, your next level, if you don't follow the rules, you know. So I said, yes, I want to do this because I want to stay in Florida, you know. Mm-hmm. And they told me about, you know, sometimes you can qualify for housing and other assistances that they do have for you. And I wanted all that. Mm-hmm. So I conditioned myself. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go through all the channels that I have to to um get to where I want to be. Okay, so Roberta, we're going to come back in just a moment because I want to get a little more of the backstory too of actually staying at the women's center. So you're with other women. There's children there. How do you actually, you know, learn to to get along with you know women? Sometimes I feel like men can get along a little bit better than women together. Uh, so we're going to come back in just a moment. Please don't turn that dial. We got to hear more of Roberta's story. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Well, once again, we're back with Roberta. I hope you didn't turn that dial because we're going to hear more of her story. She came into the to the Broward Outreach Center basically because of finances, lost a job. So there was not addiction there. There was not abuse there. And that's one thing I want people to hear, that there's a many reasons why people find themselves homeless. When people come into a situation where they feel like there's no hope, they don't know what to do, it's good to hear that Roberta had found a place, Broward Outreach Center, in Hollywood. 
Hollywood, and she did come in. So, Roberta, let's pick up our story. So talk a little bit about that experience with <laughs> living with other women, and there's children there. Yes, there is. It's a process because you start out, you're in the pending room. Upstairs has got people that's on different levels. They're on jobs, search status, or they're getting jobs, they're saving their money. So you start out in pending, and then you work your way up, and there's a bed available to get upstairs. And it's not easy living with the group it's of women. It's a four-story building, right? Yes. But um, the ground floor is the offices and, you know, the lobby and the pending area, classrooms. Second floor is administration and learning. There's a learning center upstairs. Third floor is basically family. And the fourth floor is single women. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you were on the fourth floor. I eventually got to the fourth, fourth floor. floor. Yes. yes. And it's not fun being around a lot of girls all the time, you know, but you have to condition yourself and do the things that you need to do to get where you need to be. You're not there for them. You're there for you. Right. Yeah, you, you have to keep your mindset. Well, why am I here? What are my goals? And, you know, think back. We all have one thing in common. We don't have a place to go. And you have to do the things that you need to do to get where you have to go. So that's what my mindset was. I want to get all I can from the help that I can get to get back on my feet and be living independently again. And that's what I did. So you had a case manager that helped you go through the levels. Yes, I had a beautiful case manager, Miss Tanessa. She, I mean, she laid all the groundwork. We sat down and we talked about what you need to do. And these are your expectations. You get to see your casework once a week and she checks in with you to see your status and then she lets you know what you know you else you need to be doing or what points well, she keeps you on track she moves you, you along keeps you on track and gives you that memorial support and mm-hmm. anything you need from her if they have it there they'll give it to you and um, they have people in place for all of this for you and uh, she was really great I got the job I was saving my money I did all the things necessary I need to do I got the housing Amen. and I moved out I was so happy I didn't matter of fact I was so happy I had the key didn't want to leave BLC oh can you imagine <laughs> after living with all those women and all of a sudden you don't want to leave no that it's the, stru- it's the structure, right? right? It wasn't that the case. I didn't have a bed yet. Yes. So, you know, oh, okay. that was the only reason. So I got my bed and I went ahead and moved out. And gradually I got everything that I needed to be in the place to start living independently. Everything was going great. I had the job and I would go back and forth to BOC periodically to visit, you know, because I had established such a rapport with everybody there. I like them and uh, hopefully they like me. They do. I it's guess a I'm family. still there. It's a family. It's a family thing, right? So, I mean, I would go back and lo and behold, Guess what happened to me? My job folded. It wasn't me. My job closed down. Again. And I had a little bit of savings. And with my unemployment, I tried to stay there as long as I could. So I happened to call back over there. And their GSA um, supervisor is one of the nicest people I know. I called her up one day. I said, here's my situation again. I'm back to square one. And she said, well, Mr. Cotton at the time was our mm-hmm. director. He, yes. he said, well, Mr. Cotton, he's here today. You want to speak to him? And he let me come back. There was little place beds available. So he said, come back. I'll give you X amount of time to get yourself back together again and we'll see what happens. And I did, you know, but this time I'm getting older and my health is declining. Applying for jobs is kind of hard, you know, when you get a certain age. I have COPD, I have um, cirrhotic arthritis and different things. And I'm also had applied for social security. Mm-hmm. But so I stayed there and I got a little job. Social Security came through, got me a place again. Okay. And I'm really now in a place, a comfortable place. I go back to VOC every day to volunteer. I help out with everything, you know, everybody. It's my family. My family. Like I say, I'm from Maryland, but this is my Florida So now family. you're helping other people. You're seeing women come in. Yes. And it kind of reminds you, hey, listen, I was kind of there. Right. I was at that place. I, I know things from both spectrums. I yes. feel like, you know, the clients come in, they need something done or they want this. And I can help them out. 
That's I, great. I do, I do. Well, that's such a wonderful story. Roberta, I really hate stopping any of these stories because you just, you make my heart warm and I know that people are listening and saying there is hope. So don't give up on people. Know there's hope and uh, let's just uh, be thankful that Broward Outreach Center in Hollywood is there. Of course, the Miami Rescue Mission in our Miami campus and pray for those that have come through our programs that God will continue to enable and empower them to be successful in their lives. Thank you for being here, Roberta. Thanks for having me. Well, that was a wonderful interview that I had with Roberta, and she's an alumni, so alumnus, I should say, and uh, she is now a volunteer on the Broward campus. Leanne, I know that you see her often there, and wow, you had great interviews today with uh, community people that are very community-minded. Absolutely, and it's always good to to highlight right these organizations and these companies that are doing so much uh, goodness in our community, right? And I always say it, you can do business with a lot of people, uh, you can deal with many organizations, but if you have organizations and businesses that not only care for what they do, but also for giving back, listen, that's a win-win. So we always want to highlight uh, those wonderful individuals in our program. Well, and you know, what I really want to say, not only remind people about the galley coming up, but really the essence of this ministry, we do so many things here. Uh, we go all the way from emergency meals to uh, permanent housing and jobs and and people really coming into their own and being empowered. But it all starts with a meal. You know, we say here on our centers, we say hope begins with a meal. And I know, Leanne, you have a special group called Meals and More because you are asking people to come alongside and actually sign up with a monthly gift to support whatever meals that they can for a month. Now, you have different numbers, levels, uh, five meals, ten meals, twenty meals. It costs $2.10 a meal so people can do the math and decide how many meals they can support every month. You have a goal. I know you want a thousand people to be part of meals and more. How many more people do you need, Leanne? Listen, the number is really small, so I want all of our listeners to get encouraged. There's only 46 people, but I'm asking for everyone who's listening, and if you are not able to sign up, tell someone else. I mean, the idea that you can make a difference with $10 a month, with $20, whatever your heart tells you to do, right? And and you, when you see a homeless person out there, and this is my own thing, when I see a homeless person out there, and I know that I, I make a donation to feed 20 people or 30 people or as many people as I'm feeding through an organization, it makes me feel just a little better because I know there are places that actually will feed them, will give them that love and support that they need. So I'm, I'm asking for as many people that want to sign up as you know. Yes, we get 46, we get to that 1,000, but sometimes life happens and we lose some members for whatever the reason. Some people move out of state. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people have new careers. I mean, you never know, right? So I always want to have as many people as want to sign up for meals and more. And, and, and it's meals and more because it's so much more. And again, I always say it, if you want a tour of our programs, our centers, I would love to be a part of that. It's, it's not only that nutritious and hot meal. It's the shelter. It's the clothing. It's the hygiene items. It's the love. It's the ministering. It's so many things that go 
with what we're doing here at the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. Well, that's right, Leanne. And we have a special uh, landing page that you can go to to be one of those partners, those very special partners, and that's caringplace.org slash meals. That's plural, M-E-A-L-S, caringplace.org slash meals. Please become a partner. We right now need 46 people uh, to help us reach that goal of 1,000 people being meals and more. And we say meals and more because it starts with a meal, but then later on there's so much more, their career, their education, not only job placement, but also permanent housing as we get them into a place that they can afford to live. So it's a lot of things that are going on. And don't forget the gala. Get your tickets now. The tickets are only $200. That's caringplace.org slash gala. Well, thank you, Leanne, for co-hosting today. I know Reverend Ronald Brummett, well, my husband and president, will be back uh, greeting you all. So always stay tuned every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. for Mission Possible, the good news program. You have been listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. To contact the Miami Rescue Mission or Broward Outreach Centers, please visit us at our website at caringplace.org. Join us again next Sunday morning for more good news on Mission Possible. Man, my husband, we fought all the time. He used to just choke me and beat me in front of my son. I had to get out of there. So I was sleeping on the park bench while my baby was in his stroller. My son was crying from being hungry. And I was like, Mom, well, Mommy ain't have no money right now. Mommy can't feed you. And he just crying to her. He just couldn't cry no more. He just go to sleep. Came over town and got some help. The first time we walked in, they took us straight to the dining room and they fed us. Right then and there, I just said, thank you, Jesus. When I got the meal, I felt that there was hope. My life is just so much better now than it was. I don't have to be beat on, put down. I'm going to be somebody. I'm going to make it. Can you help to change a life by sponsoring Meals for the Hungry? Sponsor 10 meals for $20 a month or 5 meals for 10. Join Miami Rescue Mission's Meal a Month Club. Go to caringplace.org slash meals. That's caringplace.org. Stay connected.